The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 21st chapter. Now when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethphage, to the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. This took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put on them their cloaks, and he sat on them. Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! And when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up, saying, Who is this? And the crowd said, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Way back in the Old Testament, in 1 Samuel chapter 8, the nation of Israel asks God, for a king like other nations. They wanted a king to judge them and lead them into battle against their enemies. But God warned them, a king like other nations will not rule them like he does. A king like other nations will take their sons and put them in his armies to fight his wars. And he will take their daughters and put them in his palace to serve them. And he will take the best vineyards, the best flocks, and the best fields to feed himself. Simply put, a king like other nations will take from their lives in order to give him life. A king like other nations' strength is manifested and how much he can take. Now in today's Gospel reading, Jesus reveals himself to be a different sort of king when he borrows a colt and a donkey to ride into Jerusalem. As amazing as riding two animals at once is, the most amazing thing about Jesus riding into Jerusalem is what is the meaning behind the colt and the donkey. First, a colt was used in the coronation of the divinity kings, all those kings after King David. But none were like David, a man after God's own heart, until Jesus came. Jesus is the fulfillment of the divinity kings because his heart is God's heart. And the donkey reveals something about God's heart. 
The donkey is a symbol of humility. Jesus fulfills Israel's desire to have a king and God's desire to rule them, to be their king. But Jesus does it through humility and not through power. Humility is not a sign of weakness. In fact, Jesus displays his strength through humility. Jesus' strength is manifested in how much he can bear of the people and not by how much he can take from the people. Now, on the other side of Jerusalem, there's another ruler entering, Pontius Pilate. Normally for Passover, Pilate would come from Caesarea to maintain order, to exert his power over the people of Jerusalem. A Roman ruler would enter Jerusalem with great crowds and tributes and chants, just like Jesus. But there would be one fundamental difference. When Pilate enters into Jerusalem, it's a sign of enslavement. And when Jesus enters into Jerusalem, it's a sign of freedom. For Pilate, people have to be coerced into participating in his entry. They were forced to give proper respect because if they did not, they very well could have their life taken away. Pilate's strength was manifested through his ability to take what he wanted. While Pilate took everything and gave nothing, Jesus takes one thing and gives everything. Pilate isn't the only one who takes. Jesus also does take something. He takes away the sins of the world in order to give life. Pilate's way of power is to take life from the people to give it to himself, while Christ's way, his way of strength, is to humbly take the people's sins upon himself in exchange for his eternal life. Jesus rides into Jerusalem not weak, but strong. He rides into Jerusalem not prideful, but humble. He rides into Jerusalem not thinking of himself, but only thinking of you. He's come to his throne, which is the cross, to save you. Jesus rides into Jerusalem to deliver the world from their sin by giving himself up on the cross and rising again victorious. Today begins Advent, and our Lord is coming in 24 days. And like Jesus' entry into Jerusalem, Jesus will enter strong and humble when he's born of a virgin and laid in a manger. His strength will be manifested in his infancy, and his humility will be manifested in how he is for us. Even as an infant, he rules the universe, displaying his strength. And when he comes as Emmanuel, he is with us, displaying his humility. Jesus is God with us, 
to give us salvation from our sins. Knowing that Jesus is coming on Christmas Day wakes us, making Advent a season of joyful anticipation. Jesus is the sort of ruler who inspires us with his way of life of strength and humility. He's the type of ruler that woos us with his desire that we would live that same life and enlivens us with his life of strength and humility. So let Advent be a season where we get ready for his coming. By letting go of all of our sins, by giving them up to Christ in exchange for his forgiveness. Through repentance, let us turn from any sort of earthly ruler or earthly way of life to follow our heavenly king and his divine life. And formed by Jesus' love, we become who God made us, strong and humble, bearing the burdens of each other in love and manifesting our king's way of life to a world that needs it. The church becomes the presence of Christ in the world when Jesus joins himself in the Lord's Supper. And through that, empowered by his divine life, the church then lives strong through humility, loving others more than ourselves by giving ourselves and never taking anything away. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen.